With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Away we go here as it is the fifth hour. You know that already. Thank you for supporting the show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast power of the iHeart and podcast network. Your global reach all over the place. Glad you have found the podcast. We thank you for that. Eight days a week. This would be the eighth day of the week because four hours a night are not enough. If you're listening to us anytime from Sunday morning all the way to Sunday evening, we'll be on to recap all the NFL playoff games inside the Magic Radio box. And we'll be doing that 
tonight into the early morning hours on Monday, 2 a.m. Monday morning to 6 a.m. And then, of course, as you know, Sunday night, 11 p.m. in the West to 3 Three in the morning. We are joined again by West of the 405, uh, David Gascon, uh, right over there. I'm there here. Is. I'm here. I'm here. Not to be confused with the district attorney of Los Angeles. That's a different Gascon. No, yeah. Gascon. I, I, I would not allow criminals to run scot-free across this great wide world or especially so you believe here. in law enforcement you believe in the laws and law and order and things like yeah that? I, I do i do acknowledge that needs to be some retuning some refining some recalibrating of of law enforcement practices but uh, nevertheless uh yeah i'm not down for any kind of anarchy or any other bullshit that's happening in our world right now understandable understandable so this is a mailbag we haven't done a mailbag in a while. We've not answered the people's questions. That's good. In some there, time. there probably is not a lot of people whining, complaining, bitching, doing any other bullshit that they do. So I'm happy about that. Oh no, 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 no. There are plenty of people complaining and whining and uh, all of that. <laughs> yes, uh, that never ends. Did that I'm a pilot end. send you a note? Uh yes, actually he did. Good. Uh, let me let me get that up. Hold on a sec. Here. Let me get that up. We haven't heard from him in a long time. So, no, he did. He said very nice. In fact, he sent. Um, I believe he sent something to that. I need to. I need to pick up my mail here. Uh, but I believe there is something in the queue there for me and probably for you. But I heard they moved the mail from where the mail was. <laughs> no, so. they, they didn't move the mail, Ben. They took all the mail and just put it on top of a fucking table. <laughs> they just said, go figure it out. That's, really? That's all they did, yeah. So it doesn't seem like a good strategy to me, but I, I shouldn't criticize. <laughs> I should not criticize. It doesn't seem, it, it, seem right. It and, almost feels like Christmas in a way because you just have a, a table that's just littered with mail and packages and you're trying to just situate all of it and separate those yeah. from yours and mine from his. So I'm a pilot. I don't know how much of this he wants me to read on the air or not, but he, he, he sent a very nice note, a couple of nice notes. He had a trip to Tahiti recently. Oh, and he said, he says he, he, he knew I liked Hawaii. I got married in Hawaii and I love Hawaii and I'd never been to Tahiti. And so he sent me some photos there. Gorgeous. And, uh, it was, yeah, it's pretty cool. There you go. And, uh, yeah, he flies a plane all around the world there. And, Whatnot, and he got, you know, he's got a pretty good life. He's got a couple of kids. He loves sports. He's flying all over the place there, and he sent a very nice note. I do appreciate it, and it was cool because it was pretty awesome. He sent a photo. This will annoy you, Gascon. So it's from the cockpit, and he's got his meal in front of him, which has way too many vegetables. Looks like salmon. <laughs> Looks like salmon. He's got a fruit. I'd eat the watermelon. I think the I'd eat the orange there. I don't know about the blueberries. A lot of vegetables. He's eat, he eats a healthy life, this guy. That's good. But he put a note. It was really neat. It touched me. On the on the steering wheel for this big plane, Ben Maller in the air everywhere. Oh, come on, yeah, man. Yeah. How, how cool is that, oh. man? I, was like, I had a big Cheshire cat smile on my face. I was like, that's pretty <laughs> neat, man. Man. That was cool. That was awesome. So he didn't have your name anywhere, guys. I don't see Gascon anywhere. I see my name. I do not see Gascon's name. Have you ever been to Tahiti? Never, never. I wonder what the length of the flight is because Hawaii from L.A. to, to Honolulu yeah. is, what, five hours? Yeah, it's, uh, it's longer going than coming back because you're going against the jet stream. The jet stream. So, but, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's be- it looks beautiful in the photos there. Did I, he I send a, a night shot or was it daytime? 
He sent one, he sent a couple photos. There was one as the sun was setting, mm-hmm. which was beautiful. And then he had one just of this resort. I, I guess that's where he was staying there. And there's a couple of big pools and little huts. And then that's the, great. the water out in front of it. And it just looks awesome. Beautiful uh, place. But yeah, have to get there at some point. Check it out. So thanks to I'm a Pilot. Very kind of you. We appreciate your your kindness. And I'm going to have to... To get to the, the studio. I don't know how I'm going to pick up the mail, though, because I always I went to the certain spot. The mail's not th- there. and uh. Well, you know, I can always rummage through that and take a look and see. What's, no, no, I'm good. What's, uh, what's, you know, it's a crime to open another person's uh, mail. It's a crime. Uh, who's going to come you after a criminal. me? The good news is that <laughs> Gascon will not punish you for that, so you don't have to worry about <laughs> That's it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You don't, don't have to worry about it at all the thing i do miss with your mail is that annually you would always get um media vouchers or passes for santa anita yes <laughs> yes i loved going to santa anita um was awesome hang out day with the ponies yeah. and uh, they gave me they would send me, every year they would send me a vip pass parking everything and mm-hmm. i loved it I, and i miss that too i miss miss going out to the track and uh, i was always Always a lot of fun, but I guess that's not fun's been canceled. Yeah, for now. So, all right, we have mail. You want mail? We sure. got mail. All right, uh, we have this one was sent in. Actually, it was sent in a while ago, but we'll use it now. This is from uh, Jay, aka Ozzy Momentum. He says, uh, "Mailbag question: What is your favorite body of water and its location?" Uh, for example, I got married on this awesome beach here in southwestern Australia called Meal Up Beach. Mm. To clarify, I'm not looking for River Pool Beach. I'm talking about a specific location. All right. So, uh, Aussie Momentum, for me, it is in Kauai. When you land at the airport in Kauai, you go north. There's only one highway there. And between the three and four mile marker, there's a dirt road. You go down the dirt road. There's a lot of potholes. You go to the end of the dirt road, there's a little park. You park there, and there is a deserted beach with no human beings around, and it is the most beautiful beach you have ever seen. Perfect weather, the sand's wonderful, unfettered by ugly human beings for the most part, and uh, that is my my favorite beach. And that's actually the beach we got married on, so when we go to Kauai back on vacation, we always... And we've been there a few times, and hopefully go again soon. We we always go to that spot. Now you, you guys have never cool. been to the Bahamas, right? No, never no. been to the Bahamas. Okay. I was supposed to go. Fox Sports Radio sent everyone to the Bahamas for the Super Bowl years ago, except me. What? So yeah, they had a, that big resort down there. They had a promotion. They were a sponsor, <laughs> and they sent everyone went to the Bahamas. To yeah, I I was not. I say everyone except me, and there were like two other people that didn't go. That's unreal. Yeah. Did uh, not did not make it happen. What's your favorite body of water, Gascon, specifically? I, I think probably the Gulf of Mexico. My sister and and her husband and the kids, they live in Tampa Bay, and she took me to St. Petersburg. And I mean, you know this the the sand was white, and you could see your feet when you get into the water. It was absolutely gorgeous. It was calm and peaceful, and I know yeah. different seasons. It's hurricane season and whatnot, and. Uh, a little bit wild down there, but yeah, it's it's absolutely gorgeous in that area. 
the thing about the beach, like I love, I will, I don't usually go on the beach in California because the water is usually disgusting in yep. LA. Mm-hmm. I don't go in the water. Like if I go to the beach, I'll look at it. I'll walk. Maybe I'll put my feet in, but I won't like swim. Yeah. But if the water is clear, I'm in. You know, I'm in like right. Hawaii and places like that. Oh, it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. When I went, when I went to to Europe a couple years ago, there was these little coves in in Portugal where you can do cliff diving off of. And yeah. it was gorgeous. The only problem is, is that you could see to the bottom of the, you know, of the the bed that you were in in that lake or that river spot. The uh-huh. only problem is you couldn't gauge your depth. So when you jumped off these cliffs, you, you didn't know. I mean, the, the, we went with guys that were professional cliff uh, jumpers, and so that's where you let the other guy go first. Yeah, so. that's exactly what he did. So <laughs> he's just like, "Hey, you're jumping here and in this direction. Don't go that way, and don't do anything else." And so we did just that. The water was was obviously beautiful, cold as fuck, but it, it was pretty nice. Yeah. All right, what else do we have here? Let's see. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Uh, this question, who, who sent this one in? Uh, this is from Brian from Parts Unknown. He says, I listened to the fifth hour, but when I asked Google to play the last episode of the best of the Ben Maller show, it always comes up the fifth hour. <laughs> is that right? I don't know. Uh, interesting. Uh, it says, no big deal, but one time it played uh, a song by Michael Bublé. What? Uh, It seems odd to me. Kevin in Kansas writes in. He says, I teach high school English. Nice. Uh, What were you like in high school with English? You have a way with words, so I imagine you were that way. Or did you realize that gift later on? Uh, Kevin, much later on. I was not a good high school student. I just kind of passed, skated by in high school. Barely got out of high school, to be honest with you. I I was not into it. Uh, But as I've gotten older, I have... The great thing about the internet is you can educate yourself, which is pretty cool. And so I've always had a passion as an adult for words. And I pointed out in the past that all we have in radio and audio broadcasting is words. We don't we can't show you anything. We're not on camera. And so I I, I learned I've been inspired by certain people. Um Brian Wheeler. We've had on the podcast Wheels, the voice of the Trailblazers, a friend of mine, and he would always use these big words, and Vin Scully would use some words I'd never heard of before watching Dodger games growing up. And But just in general, it's like, you know, if you you, you can say the same thing but using different words, and it sounds a lot better. And, I, and there's some words that I just love. They're fun to say, like hoodwinked or bamboozled or hornswoggled. <laughs> like words like that. I love those type of words. And, you know, skullduggery. Not a word that's regularly used. You don't hear skullduggery all that much, but it, it's a fun word, and it, you know you can you can have a good time with that and all those all those things. So, uh, but it, it in high school, no. If you if you met me in high school, you'd be like, this guy's an idiot. This guy's a dumb dumb. You know, he doesn't pay attention at all. But so, and I always try to learn something as far as words. I'm always looking around trying to find new words and. You know, things I haven't heard before, phrases. I love uh, idioms, uh, old, uh, you know, proverbs, things like that. Learning about those, the history of some of those things. So it's pretty, I find it interesting. It's just a, a habit I've picked up. Uh, Matt in Elmira, New York, right, City says, is there any tactful way to tell a receptionist coworker that their flatulence has become an issue? It honestly smells like a horse has shit in the entryway, which I find to be distracting. 
let alone disrespectful to the rest of the staff. And then he says, Matt, how about an anonymous letter on the desk, uh, a bottle of Beano, uh, any suggestion would be appreciated. Sincerely, Matt in Elmira. All right, so this is a tough one. You've got someone you work with who stinks. You have to be delicate with this. You have to be, right? Because you get in trouble. I don't know if they have an HR department. What what would be the move here, Gascon? I think well, you got to lie. I, I think you got to lie. I think the approach is you you lie to that person, and you basically say, "Hey, just a heads up. I don't know what time you got here, but I, I sprayed down this area um, because it's been kind of smells like just in this region over the last couple of days. I don't know if you've noticed it or not. Um, so I sprayed it down. So I apologize if it stinks to you or if it just has that kind of weird uh, weird scent." And if I just spray it down later, I'm going to do that too. So that would be your solution to the, to the problem? Yeah, you lie, you play dumb, and, and you make her ask the questions of, like, what does it smell like? Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will say, I, I, and we've all done this at some point with with flatulence. You try to cover it up with the spray. Yeah. It just makes it, you still smell it. It just has a little <laughs> bit of a sugary smell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, who else do we have here? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Jack in Greensboro in uh, Carolina says, Hey, Ben, what is the most important piece of advice that your father passed down to you? Well, it's hard to sum it up with just one piece of advice. The fatherly wisdom that you pick up just being around uh, your dad or your mom. And uh, yeah, I learned a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, interesting things. My dad had a tremendous knowledge. He was an engineer. Uh, he worked with computers when I was a kid, but this was before computers are computers today. This is when computers were the size of a football field. And so he helped develop um, programs and things for computers in the early days before, before they became the things that have overwhelmed us. Uh, these days, and he had an interesting knowledge. He loved, there's certain things that were just, very, he was very passionate about. Uh, Mark Twain, he loved Mark Twain for some reason. That was his guy. Uh, old Mark Twain quotes, books about Mark Twain, ham radio. Um, those are some of the things. But I mean, as far as advice, just kind of like you know, how, to, how to live, a, be a good family guy and be loyal and supportive and all that. Those are things I learned from my my father just by observing. You know, my, my mom and uh, dad were, married forever and ever and ever and uh, they had a you know they had a good relationship and also I, I po- i've told the story before you know both my parents are now gone and and growing up you know, i think it's really interesting now looking at the way the world's gone my mom was more liberal my dad conservative and they would talk about the issues of the day there's always something and they would duke it out and they wouldn't agree and but at the end of dinner they would you know, hug it out. They're good. No problem. These days, oh my, you're at each other's necks. You want to, you want to kill each other. You can't be in the same room. You can't have friends that don't agree with your political idea. You know, your political beliefs. So, I mean, those are some of the things. Uh, Corey in Minnesota says, "What's your favorite memory of your father?" Again, that's a tough to sum it up in one memory. I, I, I flash back to some of the games. My dad was not a huge sports fan. My mom was more of a sports fan, but my dad knew I loved sports, and so I remember some of the games we went to. And he had gotten tickets, whether through work or something. I remember when I was a kid, the first NFL game I went to was a Ram game. And I, I was playing the 49ers. And this was Joe Montana, you know, big deal then. And, and Bill Walsh and all that. And I remember 
I was so excited, such a nerd as a kid, because I, I even at that age I was like, well, maybe I'll be a broadcaster someday. And I saw the Madden Cruiser par- parked out the big a, parked outside the Big A in Anaheim, because Madden doesn't fly, and he took the Madden Cruiser. And that's like a big deal. And I remember I was with my dad. I went to the All Star Game. He got tickets to the All Star Game in Anaheim in the uh, late '80s there, and it was funny because it was a, that was a big All Star Game at the time because Bo Jackson was in the All Star Game. Nike had a big marketing campaign about about Bo, but we had terrible seats. But it didn't matter. We were in the stadium, and it was a big deal. And, and uh, my dad was more excited though because Ronald Reagan was at the game in the press box. He did a couple of innings on NBC for the, I think it was NBC for the All-Star game. They brought him in. He was no longer president in 1989, but they brought him in and uh, I remember how exciting that was and we were looking at all the secret service people and all that. So and uh, and I also remember I was at uh, an Angel game where they were playing the Tigers. And uh, I was a little kid with my dad and some guy tossed like a cigar cigarette thing over the uh, upper, you know, the deck above us. Mhm. It landed on my leg. I was wearing shorts and burned the shit out of my oh, leg. Shit. Right? And um, I remember my, my dad taking care of me and all that stuff. So, I mean, there's some, there's a bunch of those type of things. But uh, I will I will miss my old man for sure. It's, uh, it's a tough one. Enjoy. You got your parents still. I, I've, I've, I've found out now I've joined a club, a club I didn't want to join, but we're all going to join at some point, if we're lucky, actually, where you outlive your parents. And it's... Uh, that's it sucks, but uh, it's you know, part of life. It's part of life. Um, Pierre in Springfield writes in. He's oh, here we go. He says, "Did your father look down on your association with Gagon?" <laughs> and uh, he says, "Did your parents approve your decision to go into radio?" No, my dad actually was impressed because uh, Gagon's got credibility because my dad loved uh, police and law enforcement, and he actually volunteered with Ham Radio locally in the city he lived in. Um, with the police department, he loved the police, and so you know the fact that I could brag that I, I work with uh, Gascon and his dad ran the LAPD, and you know it was a big shot. That was like a big deal. So uh, he loved that. And uh, my parent, no, my my mom. The great thing, my, I'm, I'm, my mom and dad, they just wanted me to to do something I was passionate about and to work hard at it. And they knew the odds were against making it in radio, but my mom was very supportive. My dad was, you know, he went along with it. He was good, you know, give it a shot. Um. And I remember when I was making no money, when I got hired at 690 in San Diego and I was a reporter and I was making shit money, I could have worked at Jack in the Box and made more money. And I was working every... In fact, I, I, after these, the baseball strike in uh, 1994, they ended the season early. They came back and they I covered every game, Dodgers and Angels, uh, for, for the following season. They had no days off. So I was at the ballpark every day and I, I even got sick because I was going out there so much, so I could get sick going to baseball games. But it was like I had no time off. I had like no, not even one day a week. And I was making no money. But they were very supportive. Both my parents were very, uh, very supportive. And they were very proud of me. You know, that's that's all you want as a kid, right? You want your parents to be proud of you. Yeah. And my, you know, my mom and dad. I mean, they made sure they always let me know that uh, I you know, it was. They were very proud. And, and you know, my mom would listen to the overnight show. I was doing weekend overnights, and my mom, who was not in the best of health would stay up all night to listen to the show. <laughs> she would change her schedule because she wanted to. And whenever I, and I worked some, when I first started at Fox Sports Radio, I was like the swing guy. I, I would fill in, uh, you know, different different parts of the, the day parts. And no matter when I was on, I always made sure to uh, to listen. And my dad was very supportive. And um, 
he, he didn't the, the one disappointment I think he wanted me to get a, a ham radio license and I didn't didn't end up doing that but he did love the fact that I at least went into some kind of radio so he, he appreciated that uh, Kevin in Rockford Illinois writes and says Mr. Maller and Mr. Gascon uh, David seems like he's a pre- he's pretty comfortable talking on the podcast and on the radio doing updates I think he does a good job well wow, is this your is this your uh... <laughs> wow uh, oh, he says, does does a good job for a west of the 405 situation. Okay. Uh, he says, you both do. Well, thank you. Uh, ben, do you think Gascon could one day have his own radio show? And David, is that the route or route you would want to go? Uh, well, yeah, sure. Gascon could have a radio show. But I don't think that's what you want to do. I think you your dreams are play-by-play, right? You, your goal is to be the play-by-play voice of x or y or z right all right just to be maybe a a national guy like kenny albert he does everything he does football basketball hockey boxing i think he's done olympic events to correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if it's winners. yeah 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 yeah, sure at at nbc absolutely yeah so i'd love to be on on that kind of track um i love talk radio i just think like personality wise i think the way that that we are or I am with you on this is drastically different than how I am on national radio. I, I feel like personality wise, I'd get fired or I'd get busted or I'd get reprimanded and it just wouldn't work. I, I like the, I like the, the podcasting format allows you to be a lot more free and loose with language and how you communicate and radio. You're, you're not in a box. Like that's the luxury that you guys have here at Fox is that I've never heard of management tell a personality you can't say this or don't be like that. Like Scott and Don are are, are extremely extremely um, comfortable in allowing their talent to be who yeah. they are. Yeah, I mean we're not. It's not like what was that video that popped up on the internet? Like that CNN where they tell you what to say that yeah. day. You know, it's not like that at all. We we have. Uh, not totally unfettered, but in comparison to a lot of people, I mean, this, you know, obviously they're, they were very cool allowing us this last year management's like, they, they went to us like, listen, there's no sports going on. We understand that (laughs) we're a sports radio show, but people want to hear, you know, talk radio. So just do good radio, whatever you talk about, there's no sports to talk about, but just do good radio. And it was great advice. And uh, we do appreciate that because I know I have some friends that work at competitors who did not have that freedom that had to continue to just only talk about sports, and uh, they wanted to pull their hair out, and uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was a nightmare. But it is a daily grind, man. You do a daily show, Gascon. It it can wear on you. There's certain points where you're like you you don't want to talk. Yeah, like I I love doing the show and I it's my passion and I I spend my entire life dedicated to that. But there are some days. I'm good. I got nothing to say. <laughs> I got no opinion about this. But you still got to do the show. The show's got to happen. Right. You got to. You've got to find a way to make it work. And and so you, you, you there's certain things you have to do to kind of get yourself fired up on days you're not into it. But that's like any job. Like I I think there's any job that you have. There's gonna be days you're not into it. Even if you're like a professional athlete playing in the NBA or the NFL, there's gonna be some time you're like, oh, I really want to be here. Yeah, but you can get off on someone else's energy. Like if you're having a bad show. Like Coop could do something or Roberto could do something or Eddie could say something that that gets you in a groove or that gets you inspired to do something else. 
Whereas if you're working like solo, or if you're you know if it's just you and a microphone, you know if there's a day that you're flat, then you're dead man walking. Yeah, like I did the the Boston shows I did was totally solo. Yeah. I had no no one writing uh, along as a support staff. And yeah, I remember the one night I was on on EEI and there was a blizzard, and the only people that called in were driving snow trucks, snow plow trucks around. <laughs> That was a tough one. Not gonna lie, that was uh, that was a tough night. That was uh, I was testing my uh, my skills there. I was uh, I was dragging out certain things. <laughs> and I remember the 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 WEI clock. I don't know if it's the same now, but they had the opening segment of the hour was like a twenty minute block, you know. And you're you're there and you're by yourself and there's not a lot going on. And it's snowing, and you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, what am I going to do? Here? All right, Sean in Nashville writes and says, when and how did you two meet? Also, I have tried inviting David over to cook the T-bone. Uh, <laughs> yes. Or you have you? No. Um, Gascon for governor has a nice ring to it for that shithole state that you guys reside in, says Sean in Nashville. Damn it. Uh, says, well, how did I meet? I met you at Fox Sports Radio, Gascon, right? Yeah. I don't think I'd met you before Fox Sports Radio. No, no. Um, Maybe you came up to me one day and introduced yourself. I did. I was larger yeah. than life, right? Yeah, because we had the same, you worked in San Diego Radio, but a different era of San Diego yeah. Radio than me. You yeah. Were, yeah. Well, you, younger than me, but. I met you, I was filling in for Eddie on an overnight, and uh, you know, I didn't know who you were, and then. And then all of a sudden, like you start, this is your pacing days. So you'd take the break and then pace around the entire oh, block. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would walk around the building to get steps in. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did that for years. Right, right. So. I had the commercial breaks timed to the second. I knew exactly how long I had to walk before I had to be back <laughs> on the air. Yeah. And this is during the time when someone got stabbed down the street, too. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, for a, for a pretty nice part of L.A., I guess it's just because it, we've been there for so long. But there have been people killed and uh, you know people you know, doing all kinds of wild things. And I and I walked around in the middle of the night and I saw things I couldn't believe. People like come crawling out of the woodwork. Yeah. it's wild. And you don't see any when you're there in Sherman Oaks during the day. You don't see any of that. No, it's beautiful. But then at night, it's like a whole different different vibe like the swamp creatures come out it's wild it's the night of the walking dead pretty much i knew all the homeless people in the neighborhood that were sleeping around the building and you know i'd wave at them see what's going on how you doing all that stuff yeah uh but that's how that's how we met we met at fox sports radio and guess gun introduced me and i was like who's this loser and uh, there you go yeah, and then I introduced. Uh, well, I was introduced to Tammy, and then all of a sudden, you guys started getting all these goodies because of me, thanks to Tammy. That's a, that's a lie. That's not a lie. That's no, Tammy was a fan of the show prior <sighs> to Gascon. She predates Gascon. Well, uh, she, she might she have listened a bigger to the fan show. of Gascon, but you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we really bonded, Tammy and I. Yeah, really. Yeah. You want to expand on that? Yeah, she got me. Well, she got she got Coop too. These awesome cupcakes. She got us cupcakes. I think she's gotten us fat sals once for my birthday. Well, she's very kind. She, she is. She might or might not be friends with the cake benefactor who got us these designer cakes. In what? Fact, I, I lost 
I'd lost a hundred, over a hundred, actually two hundred pounds. I'd lost two hundred pounds, and then I gained it. I gained a lot of it back by eating these designer cakes <laughs> for any birthday or just for whatever for giggles. Uh, these cakes would show up, yeah. and they were awesome. They had, oh, such uh, such wonderful memories of gaining all the weight back to lose it again. It's wonderful. <laughs> Carlos in Bang Bang Houston writes, and he says, "How often did you interact with Lasorda?" And uh, we talked a lot about that in a previous episode, Carlos, but uh, I, I interact, interacted with Tommy when he was managing the two and a half years, the last two and a half years of his career, every, you know, every day at home when the Dodgers were at home. And then once he left and was the ambassador, I saw him a lot. He would hang out in the press box a lot. He liked to hang around the, the media. So I saw him quite a bit. And it was just like a hello, how you doing, Tommy? What's going on, Ben? That kind of thing. I just love the fact that Lasorda knew my name. That was, as I said, Lasorda and Vince Scully. When you, you're, you know, you're a made man. Uh, the the memory, as far as Lasorda, I don't know if it's the greatest memory, but the last time I saw him, um, one of the last times, 2018, I was at Staples Center and I'm walking through the streets of L.A. and I walk by this steak place in downtown L.A. and waddling out of the steak place is Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> Like, hey, Tommy! And I uh, went over there, and I took a photo. It's actually on on Twitter. It was in 2018. And, uh, you know, Tommy, you know, he's kind of getting frail a little bit, but he you know, remembered me and said hello, and we took a photo, and it was a brief conversation, and he got into a car service that picked him up, and then I kept walking, and uh, I think that was the last time I actually saw him because he, he, you know, he didn't go out that much in 2019. He didn't hang out in the press box. It was hard for him to get you know move around as much. Yeah. And uh, and all that, but uh, fond memories, fond memories. Jason in Rocky Mount, Virginia says, glad you're back. I was wondering, when you were on vacation, did you and the missus stay in a cabin or a lodge? It seemed like you may have been up in the woods for several days. Well, Jason, we would have, but King Newsom would not allow that. And the uh, the poly- I don't know if it's King Newsom, might have been the federal government, but they, they have lodges in Sequoia, but because of COVID, they were not open. So we had to stay at a hotel down the mountain, which sucked. It was it was all right, but it, it you know it would have been much cooler if we had been able to stay in a lodge right there because you know, that way you wouldn't have to drive. It's a pain in the ass to drive through the snow and that whole thing and put the chains on and take them off. So uh, that would have been that would have been pretty pretty cool. We were not allowed to do that though, but it was it was fun. Skip the zip, Skippy. In Cleveland, says, uh, condolences. He says, secondly, did you ever get my Christmas card uh, or gift? No, I have not picked up the mail. And the mail's, uh, I'm going to pick up the mail. I promise I'll get to it here. I can't promise that it'll be done already by the time you hear this, but I, it's on my list of things to do. I have a lot of other things, unfortunately, that I have to take care of. Uh, and then he says, I, I feel as though the Browns versus Chiefs will be an offensive shootout. And, of course, I'm picking the Browns to win a squeaker. While I am certain you will disagree with that in gallons, uh, how much sobbing will Pete and Pittsburgh do when that happens? I don't know how much into sports Pete is anymore. Pete, Pete's an old-school caller. Pete's become very political, last I heard. Uh, I don't know, but, yeah, I, I, I miss Pete's calls. I do. I, but would he care? No, he'd probably just say we're still the Pittsburgh Steelers, the greatest team of them all, blah, 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 blah. Eric in Omaha has a very important question. He says, where is the best place in Los Angeles to get some damn nachos? 
Now, I'm not a big nacho mm. eater. I I like taquitos and crunchy gringo tacos. Where are the where's the top nacho spot, Gascon, in L.A.? That's tough. Somewhere in East L.A., Lincoln Heights, somewhere over there. I don't know. Man. Pico Rivera. No? Anywhere? That's a good Anywhere? question. I don't, I don't know. No, we have I, no answer. We have no help for in, you. I'm sorry. We are, failed you. Now, are you a fan of carne instead of fries? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I mean, I, I won't go out of the way to get them, but I'm good with that. Oh, yeah. Is, is that place you like? What was the breakfast burrito place you were bragging about? Right? Oh, that's, Fantastic Cafe. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Poncho's in Manhattan Beach has some big-ass nachos. Well, there's, but there's multiple Poncho's locations. Are there? Yeah, that's not Poncho's is not a standalone location. There was a Poncho's. I don't know if it's still around in L.A. There was a Poncho. No kidding. You didn't know that? I had no idea. No, I had no idea. I, I just thought it was a standalone because the fucking portions were just huge. You, you get a plate of, of enchiladas and it was like 20 bucks. Well, now that I think there might be several with the same name, Ponchos. I don't know if it's the same because uh, the, the, I've been to a restaurant called Ponchos and they didn't have the uh, unbelievably large portions of food. So maybe it's a yeah a different Ponchos restaurant. How yeah. how big are we talking? Like Cheesecake Factory? Yes, big? yes, yes, yes. I mean, it's good. It's really good. Ponchos restaurant. Huh? Yeah, in Manhattan Beach. Yeah, like right off the pier. Hold on a sec. Let me look this place up here. Did you, have you ever gone to? I know Jim Rome swears by this place. Romy, grab a vine. Yeah, but Javier's in Newport Beach. I have been. To, I've been to a Javier's. There's one in Vegas. Um, it's good, yeah. but very um, pricey. Yeah, it is. But the, I'm more of a like an El Coyote guy. El Coyote in L.A. That's really good. Prices have gone up though quite a bit over the years, but it's uh, it's a good restaurant there. Yeah. They also have the they have the gringo taco as well, Solid. which is uh, which is nice and somewhat for me. Uh, let's see. Uh, Caleb in Meadville, Pennsylvania says, "Big Ben, I've heard you sing the praises of raising Cane's chicken fingers for a while now. I was blown away to discover there's one in Youngstown, Ohio. Oh shit! Is it worth the pilgrimage? All right. So, couple things here, Caleb. First of all." What is your level of joy from eating chicken fingers? That's the most important thing. If you are a chicken finger connoisseur, you love the sauce, you love the the whole meal, a traditional all-American meal of chicken fingers, fries, and a lemonade with Texas toast. If you're passionate about that food, if that's a food that resonates with you, uh, then absolutely. Now, I have driven... To ra- Before Raising Cane's opened up in my backyard, I used to drive all over God's green earth to eat Raising Cane's. But I loved the chicken fingers. And I, I was one of the, the most attractive things to me about going to Vegas because they didn't have them in California for a while, but I'd go to Vegas and they were all over Vegas. So I'd go and hang out there and I'd, I'd get my Raising Cane's. I'd go to Vegas, all those restaurants in Vegas, I'd be eating Raising Cane's. Um, so it really depends on that. But yeah, it, it's good. But, I mean, I don't know. I'd plan a whole trip about it. If, if that's, I don't know how many miles that is for you, but if it's if it's not too bad, share. Why not? Go and do something in Youngstown and go have some chicken fingers. And keep an eye on the, the Raising Cane's website because they're expanding new locations uh, all over. A lot of, lot of expansion there. So, All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Glenn in Carmichael, California says, I feel like we've had this question before. He says, Ben, what baseball great from the past would you wish you could have seen play? Yeah, I've answered this. The answer has not changed. Um, Babe Ruth, the legend of the Bambino. Babe Ruth. Want to see what all the hype's about. Be nice. Dolphin Mike says, uh, I work at a newspaper, and it's like an unguarded fortress, he says. 
if you get in the front door without a key fob, good luck getting in any other doors without a key fob. Dolphin Mike says, my question, why was it so easy to get into the Capitol building that has armed guards, better security, et cetera, et cetera? Well, I can't answer that, Dolphin Mike. I I, I missed all that. I was uh, doing stuff uh, my with my father and, and going through stuff. I... I Yes, gone. Uh, I, I think I, I text you like we were, you you had sent me something, or I believe that's how it went down. But as, as somebody, maybe it wasn't you, sent me a text telling me what had happened at the Capitol. But I I had not I didn't watch it in real time or anything like that. I didn't know what was going on, and I didn't find out until after it because I was completely off the grid uh, when that happened. Have you been to D.C.? Have you done time there in D.C.? Yeah, I went to. I had to call a game at Morgan State. And and I stayed in Baltimore, and part of the trip when we went was we got to go through D.C. for a day. I didn't spend a lot of time there, but D.C.'s fun, man. There's there, there's a good vibe, and well, it, it's a dirty slash energetic vibe that you get. Almost rivals New York in D.C. Yeah, but like this, there's a lot of security. I would imagine right around. I've never been to D.C. I need to get there at some point. I'd like to go and hang out but there's a lot I, everywhere you go right because it's, it's a target no i three, no? three years ago when i went there wasn't no not at all i mean but it nah. seems odd to me maybe they just didn't maybe you didn't notice them how about that yeah i mean they weren't front and center like they are with the national guard these days yeah so there's so they, there you go isn't they're not advertising they keep a low profile yeah yeah there you go all right, uh, let's put the baby to bed. Anything else, Gascon? Anything else you would like to promote or yap about or just whine? No, we're good. No. Hit All subscribe. Right. Yes, yeah, subscribe. Rate. Help us out. Tell people about the podcast. Spread the gospel. Get the word out there. Are these podcasts too long? We can keep them short. If you want them shorter, some people like a shorter podcast. Some people like a longer podcast. Yeah. So it really depends on what your uh, your heart desires there. So have a great Sunday. Again, we're, we're going to be back tonight if you're on the West Coast at 11 p.m. If you're on the East Coast, 2 a.m. early Monday morning in the middle of the night, yapping about all the NFL playoff activity. So have a wonderful rest of your day. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 